0: Welcome back to another episode of the Gratitude and Grit podcast, hosted by Nick Prohaska and Brad Hoganson. Nick, how we doing? Hello, doing great. How are you? Doing great. Nice. Uh, um, so the topic of tonight is four ways to stop procrastinating. Yes. So you gave me this. This yes. is one of your uh, one of your blogs that yeah. you recently wrote, and uh, you gave it to me because you know that you and I kind of talk about this stuff. You and I follow a lot of the same people in social media. Mm -hmm. And most of those are, you know, always action based. Right. You know, telling us to get off our butt and go do something. Pretty much. You know, set a goal, go achieve it, all that fun stuff. Exactly. Things we we talked about goal setting on this podcast. Um, and so this is four ways to stop procrastinating. And it it kind of starts off says, you know, we struggle with procrastination. You're a perfectionist don't know how to do something. So I just put it off. Um, So is that your kind of your thought? Is that why you think you procrastinate? So I think there are a lot of different reasons that we procrastinate about
1: whatever. I mean, this could be, it's such a broad topic, but we we put things off for a few different reasons. One, and, and where I'm coming from with this is I'm, I'm a perfectionist at nature where I want, when I do something, I want to do it. As perfect as I can. Um, I really dislike painting, like painting the house or painting walls, yeah. because it takes multiple coats. I want to do it once and I want it to be perfect. Yep. But that's just not the case, right? So, so like the, I'll put off painting because I, it's frustrating to me that I can't do it in one coat. I know that's silly, but you, you can extrapolate that to other things in your life, you know. So. Some of us were perfectionists and we procrastinate because for a multitude of reasons, we don't, maybe we're not equipped to do something the right way. Um, maybe we don't have the resources or the people uh, that we need kind of in our team on our, in our circle to, to do it. I'd say other people will pr- procrastinate and and I'd be guilty of this sometimes too, because we're scared. There's um, There's a, there's a underlying fear, whether you'll admit it out loud or not, like we're just scared sometimes for different reasons. Um, we're, we're scared to fail. We're scared of, uh, re- rejection of, you know, of feeling inadequate if we don't do something really, really well, again, kind of tying that piece into the, um, the perfectionist side. So, um, yeah, when you know that something needs to be done and, and you're putting it off, I think it's worth analyzing yourself and, and, and coming clean and being honest with yourself and saying, what's going on with me and why why do
0: I put this stuff off? Yeah. So go back to your, let's talk about your paint example because uh, I actually have, a, I think, a different take on it. So you do not like the paint because of its multiple coats. Right. So you want to do something once. And I want it to be good. And you want it to be done. Yes. Right? See, I, I would look at it the other way is. Maybe it's because I know that a paint process is usually multiple coats. You're taping, you're sanding in between coats. So it's a process. So I look at it as, well, this is a this is not a four hour process. This is like a four day process. If you kind of each, right. you know, do all those steps in between. So then I'll procrastinate on that because I have to find a time to do it for four days. To do it for four days or to sure. do it typically like this, I think actually this weekend I'm gonna paint my master bedroom. So it's it's gonna be a three day process. Yeah, kind of one day's prep, one day's first coat, and then the third day is the final coat, and then take all the tape off the walls or whatever you're gonna do. Yeah, but I will procrastinate that because I am waiting to find a three day window in order to make that happen. So it's kind of just an interesting spin between you yeah. and I on that one.
1: I uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's would I completely agree with you as well. Like that's I just wouldn't do it if it would take
0: three days. It just doesn't get happen. I, I, See, but then as a perfectionist, <laughs> then it's like there's nothing more rewarding than painting. Like you take a crappy <laughs> wall and you sand it up, make it nice and smooth, and you put a brand new, fresh coat of paint on it. Yeah. It's clean. It's, you know, everything looks nice. It's but like the, the most en- rewarding thing in the, the world. The end
1: product is, uh, yeah, the end product is is worth it. I mean, and honestly, like a lot of what I've talked about, and again, I, I wrote this, honestly, I wrote this for me yeah i wrote it because of some things that i've procrastinated on it and pushed through and you know some things and and reasons that i currently struggle you know i'm i don't know when i'll get over my painting thing but uh so i when i wrote this i was like i'm writing this because this stuff is in my head and this is what i've or how i've had to start to address some of that procrastination in, in my life so and i figured man there's there's got to be at least one other person out there that's similar to me and and putting some things off.
0: So yeah, and I and we'll get into your your four ways, and I definitely like that. Um, I think the other thing is is when you know that you're procrastinating. So Tom Bill, you would always say do the hard things first mm-hmm. or do the tough things first. And you know, I one thing I struggle with is the prior prioritizing you know, right. the multiple things. So if I got 20 things on the to do list, I'll struggle to kind of prioritize those. Oh yeah. But usually you will take the, easy, the ones easy ones and kind of go there. But he always, you know, tells us to do the hard things first. Yeah. What's that? There's a,
1: there's a saying, eat the frog. Who is that? That sounds like a Jocko thing. Eat the frog. Have uh, you ever heard that? No. What? Oh man. I it's don't like eat, eat I the don't. frog, like wake up and eat a frog. Like if you wake up and eat a frog figuratively, like that's probably going to be the hardest thing that you're ever going to do in that, Given yeah. day. So just wake up and eat a frog. Like, do oh, the hard man. things first. I so. want to eat a frog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Figurative, eat the frog. Right? Yeah. So, um, but I like your number one. So, number one is uh, so let's do this. The four ways to stop procrastinating. Number one is turn your want into a need. Yep. Number two is get excited about your desired outcome. Number three is to make your goals a central part of your identity. Number four is reward yourself. Yeah. So, we like number four. Um, so number one, let's unpack these a little bit, uh, turn your want into a need. So that helps a little bit with prioritizing. Totally. Well, and yeah, it,
1: uh, it makes it, it makes it immediate, Mm -hmm. right? If you you just sit down and make a list of the things that you need, literally need, like I need to breathe. I need water. I need shelter. Um, you know, you need those things and you will if you are without a need for a while, you will make moves to get that thing. Like you need an income, like you're going to go to work, you know? So it's make that want into a need where it's non negotiable. Exactly. You don't, you don't negotiate with yourself or you can't talk yourself out of whatever the action is that you need to do. I mean, we could, I don't know if we want to keep using this painting example, but like you need to, paint that bedroom the yep. baby's coming yeah yeah you gotta paint the dresser you yeah paint the room i know so that yeah <laughs> there therein lies this this paint example for yeah. me is we're we're gonna have a baby in three months and uh there's a deadline and uh we have dressers and i gotta paint these dressers and i've, I've sanded them and we're, we're working on them and i'm making i'm making steps on it but i've made it a need it, it has to get done Ashley's going to make it a need that's for damn sure well <laughs> she actually helped me I'm so happy we had a lot of fun we were doing that uh, we did a little bit together um, which you know again we can talk about painting or fitness but um, yeah you got to make it a need like I, I want to lose 10 pounds because I don't like the way that I look right or I want to lose 50 pounds because I don't like the way I look well if you kind of look at yourself hard in the mirror and say, turn that one into a need. I need, I need to lose it. Yeah. Non-negotiable, you know, and I don't always like weight loss goals, but, but I understand at some points there, weight loss goals are important for people, but, um, you've got to figure out a way in your brain to say that, which I've been putting off must be done. And, And again, maybe it not, won't be today, right? I know I can't, paint with one coat and it's going to be done in four hours. But I know that I have to make a step at it today or this hour or next hour to today, tomorrow, the next day, the next day. Like you have to move the process along. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm painting or or sanding dressers. I know I just, my first step was to do the hard part first and get a lot of sanding done and yep. then, and then the ball's rolling a little bit. So
0: yeah, um, I mean, I think a good one on that, too, is obviously working out. And when you start working out, it's a want. Yeah. And then once you get the, the bus moving, it becomes almost a need. It is. Well, I you mean, know, there's your need to work out four or five, six times a week or, you know, go to Saturday class or to get your day started, you want to go, go yeah. work out in the morning. And that definitely turns a want into a need. Right Absolutely. There. Yep. So there's habit.
1: That's the number one right there. Yeah. Okay. Number two is,
0: uh, get excited about your desired outcome.
1: Yeah, honestly, that that's, uh, it's hard to get excited. You know, let's talk about painting. It's hard to get excited about the act of painting, right? Like again, I don't like to paint, uh, but I'm excited to have this room put together for my wife and for my, my kid. Um, and so I'm I'm excited about the end process, right? You're yep. painting your master bedroom, you know. At some point, you said, "Well, it's kind of this need. You you wanted to do it. Now it's become a need." But you're going to find that time, or to start to carve out that time, uh, b- because you're excited to do it at some level. There's got to be some sort of excitement, and, and there's got to be a little bit of fire about the the outcome. Yeah. You're probably not going to enjoy the process, the act, the, the acts of the things, right? Like mm-hmm. you got to get excited about going to the gym, right. right? I'm not excited about doing burpees. Well, I like burpees, but you're not excited about doing burpees and snatches and, right. and pull-ups, right? But you've got to get excited about what you know that those steps and those actions are going to take you towards, Towards a higher level of fitness, towards self-confidence, towards better relationships, towards a healthier lifestyle, like becoming the person that you want to be, which kind of, you know, that'll, that bleeds into number three. But, um, once it's a need, then, then it's like, man, get excited, figure out a way to, to get excited. You can't just willpower yourself into something that you absolutely hate, you know, yeah. You might not like coming to the gym, and, and uh, truthfully, I never liked working out. I mean, that's why I started doing CrossFit. I didn't like working out on my own, um. So I I would fight this willpower to go to the gym and you know tighten up my shoes and I just got to do it and I wasn't excited to work out. Um, and then I found CrossFit. You know, and it's a little off tangent, but it I got excited about the outcome, knowing what like oh I I like working out in a group environment. I like the way that we define fitness. I like, okay, I can be excited about the results that I can see in other people, and I'm excited for those in my own life. So, um, so yeah, there's got to be some level of excitement. You, you can't just drag your feet along the whole process. Yeah,
0: I mean, you in your painting example, it could also be something, if you're totally not excited about it, then maybe you hire that out. Right. And then focus on something else that is more exciting to you. Sure. But obviously you cannot hire out your fitness. Right. Or your health. Um, totally. But that would be one way to, you could be more productive by not doing a particular task. Sure. It's very time consuming. Um, oh, yeah, getting it hired out, and then you're able to tackle three or four other things that you truly want to enjoy, right? Absolutely, a little bit about enjoyment, and uh, yeah, so yeah, it's a good way to kind of spin that around. But, um, number three is make your goals a central part of your identity, and I think that's always strives back to you know the idea or identity of you know, we get stuff done, you're an overachiever, or that you follow through on your plan, that type of stuff, yeah. Well, if yeah what I wrote
1: what I, I think I said the goal, goals are garbage unless uh, unless the goal is tied to your identity right um you know and if we're talking maybe more about you know procrastinate on fitness and health things mm-hmm. right if you if you're a, a smoker and you're trying to stop smoking right I, how many times have I talked about <laughs> cigarettes on this podcast you must be like a closet smoker or something <laughs> <laughs> but if, if you're a smoker trying to quit smoking cigarettes you identify as I am a smoker that is trying to quit smoking yep you need to I change your mental identity of who you are like you're not an ex-smoker I am the healthiest version of myself yep period smoking takes away from that whatever you know insert insert vice right alcohol, food, sleep, like I am the healthiest version of myself. You know, you, you the goals have to be tied to the identity of who you desire to be. Like if you want to just be, you know, like I want to have I want to be a great husband, right? And to be a great husband, I have to take care of the house. And if the paint is just cracked and disgusting and ugly in the master bedroom, and I hate painting, but it pains my wife to see it. And she is, you know, I can see that she dislikes it. I've got to get that done because in my core, I know I, I must be a great husband. And to be a great husband, I've got to take care of X, Y, and Z. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Um, so,
1: I, man, you know, we could. I feel like you and I listen to a lot of the same stuff. Yeah,
0: I think it just gets a little tricky with that one because typically the identity that we set forth is too perfect. Um, And that's where I kind of struggle with it. Yeah, Um, could be. You know, so I want to be healthy. Well, that doesn't always instantaneously just mean that I'm no longer going to eat sugar. Sure. I'm no longer going to drink alcohol. I'm no longer going to eat bread or, you know, whatever. You know, that's too perfect, right? So then it yeah. could be, well, I'm not going to eat fast food, sure, but I still might eat something else, right? Yeah, um, Or I'm not going to stop drinking soda, but I might cut two sodas down to one soda. You know, and yeah. I, I think it's a, a little bit of a small win and it's a little bit of a mind game that you're playing. But, you know, maybe I don't drink six beers, maybe I drink three beers. Sure, um, something like that. You know, that type of stuff is kind of helps with that identity, are you to say well this is a special night it's a reward night we're going to enjoy it and we're not going to worry about that yeah. uh, aspect of it but yeah. i think that's where i struggle a little bit is is um is with the perfection of it you, you um, set such a high perfection that you
1: you feel like you will come short always if you're not perfect well yeah
0: then it and then it invites the negative self talk mm-hmm. right so then instead of being happy that you got something done you're now beating yourself up because you're no longer perfect, right? And yeah. that's where that's it's kind of a double-edged sword for me, sure. but um it's something that, you know, definitely doing this podcast has helped uh helped me out with a lot with that journey and trying yeah. to figure out all these little parts and pieces that we talk about on every episode to try and find better ways to come up with that identity. So Yeah.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I'm I, I feel like a, a lot of people will will resonate with what you're saying. It's like, yeah, there's you set the bar so high that you, you feel like you will
0: constantly let yourself down. Yeah. Um, we just paint too perfect of a picture. Sure. So going back to goal setting, uh, for new year's resolutions, you know, you're not going to start out January 3rd and, you know, paint this perfect picture. So again, in that episode, we talked about starting small, get some small wins. Right. And so just trying to keep that mindset and keep that in perspective a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah, and have a maybe longer term horizon on that what it is, but no at the end of the day it's for the greater good and what you're building from day to day to day is discipline. Yeah. And that is something that I could get behind.
1: Yeah. I like that. The horizon is long and you're and you're just you're just building, you know. I mean, there's yeah, there's there's a lot of grace that needs to go into the, some of that those processes, right? Especially things, you know. Like I'm procrastinating to take the trash out. Well, that's just a simple act, right? Like yeah. that's that's not an identity thing, really. Or that's, you know. But uh, but yeah, a fitness and a health journey. There there needs to be some. There is a journey. It is a journey, literally. I mean, those words are used intentionally. Like there's got to be some grace, and you're gonna make small steps. You're putting one foot in front of the other. But but that, for for me, the key is you've got to keep putting one foot in front of the other, you know, regardless of if you, if you fall down and and step back, like there's no
0: other option than to move forward. Right. And I, you gotta be intentional. And, and I think that's something that's very important is, so you have, you set a goal or you set a desired outcome and therefore you need to be intentional to follow through on that. Now, whatever that is, hopefully you painted a good enough picture, um, that you can be intentional on those actions to kind of follow up with it. I think that's the big thing. You yeah. know, if you're if your intent is to save two thousand dollars for the year, it's pretty easy. It's pretty systematic. It's just a numbers game, but you have to have a plan in place to kind of see that through. There's so, got to yeah, there's gotta be a, a plan to execute on for sure. You know, and if it's you're saving two thousand dollars for a down payment of a car, well guess what? You're gonna turn that want into a need. You're definitely going to get excited about that. Yeah. And then the discipline is making your goals a part of your identity so you're able to you know set that plan in place and save $100 a month or $100 every couple of weeks and yeah. next you know you got down payment. Boom. So. I love it. Boom. Uh the final one number 4 is reward yourself.
1: Yeah. So this for me, you know, this is the one that I think I struggle with the most. Um you know, and you mentioned it too. And this is probably a struggle that you have too is You know, just speaking about me and you, the the negative self talk comes so easily and so quickly that it's almost a foreign concept. Like, how do we reward ourselves in a healthy way? Mm -hmm. Like, how do I tell myself, good job? Without going out and and celebrating or partying, you know, think of a reward, you know, reward at its simplest form can just be like a job well done, right? Um, whether that comes from inside your own brain, or, or maybe it comes from your spouse, your partner, who's who's in on it with you, and then they see the work that you're putting in, and they're able to say, "Man, nice job!" Like, "Wow, you went to the gym five times this week." Like, that's that's a great job. Like, yeah. I, I would consider that rewarding yourself as well, just with with positive affirmations, because it's the negative self talk is just it creeps
0: in even, even when you don't realize it. So. Right. Yeah, I find that very valuable. I I have a a calendar on, above my desk, so every morning I go to work and I take a red pin and I mark an X for every workout that I have done. Yeah. Nice. And then I add them up at the end of the month, and then I compare those month to month to month. But. You know, that's something that it's very rewarding to strike that X through
1: it. Yeah. And, and man, it's, it's such a simple act, right? Like it's not sexy and it's not a fancy thing that you're doing, but that's a, that's one way that you can reward yourself. Be like, I'm doing this thing, man. I'm I'm moving towards these goals. So, so, so figuring out ways to reward yourself in a healthy way, you know, not, what did I, I was talking about Funyuns, I think, in, yeah. the, in the blog article. It's like, you can't go <laughs> to the A tub of gym. ice
0: cream and a <laughs> bag of Funyuns. Yeah,
1: like, obviously, I'm not talking about, uh, and, and I wholeheartedly disagree with, oh, I had a really hard workout today. I crushed it. Let's go just eat all of the ice cream and drink a ton of alcohol. Like, yep. that is a no-go. Like, you, that's not a reward. That is you're battling the identity thing there
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you're that's a losing proposition. So the reward that you know thinking like how do i reward myself? You got to do something positive and it could be a big you know it could be a big thing where it's if i go to the gym i don't know consistently 4 days a week for 6 months we'll take a trip to i don't know where would be a fun trip for you I don't know anywhere, right? Go to the beach. Like maybe it's a big yeah, deal. I was thinking
0: something small. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're going to the beach after, which was, what was it? Four weeks of exercising. Yeah, Damn. Four, No, six months. Oh, six months. Okay. <laughs> go to the beach.
1: Let's uh, think like
0: Western Missouri
1: or Weston, something to West, go up there and Weston go to the bar. Sounds fun. What's the? Uh, oh, Excelsior Springs. What's that one with the spa? Elms. The Elms. Yeah. There you go. Okay, so work out consistently four days a week for six months. Go to the elms and treat yourself with your partner. Yeah, that's treat great, yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good, like an actual, legitimate good reward. Yeah, it's not just like positive self talk. Like you're, you're seeking for, you're, you're shooting for something. Or get a massage or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Treat yourself somehow. So, um, and again, this, I'm not great at this personally with myself. Um, but, but I know the value in it. So I'm like, I'm working on getting, getting better at it because I know like the more positive rewards that I can build into my life, the negative talk will, there's, there's not enough, not enough space for all that positive to and the negative to to exist yeah. together.
0: So yeah. Tom Bilyeu says that, uh, you know, it should be 70% positive talk. And I oh, think that's yeah. what you and I have to work on is we exactly. do about 70% negative talk. So right. we got to turn that around and. And so if you do something, like if you go to the gym, when you leave the gym, you know, say, hey, good job. So the self-talk is, yeah. I just accomplished something. Or if you ate well, or, you know, you go out to dinner and you eat a decent meal, mm-hmm. you know, you have kind of the that positive. Of, yeah, and I think just being active, you know, you have a long Saturday in front of you and you're being productive. You're getting stuff done. Then you can sit down at five o'clock or whatever and sure. say, hey. You know, everyone feels like that when they go to church, right? You go to church and you come out and you're like, man, yeah. I feel like I'm on top of the world right now. Jazzed up. Yeah. I, 100%, I exactly know how you feel. I don't feel, know why know. that is, but I, there's no better moment than when you come out of church. You're like, I just spoke with God. I'm good for the week and here we go. So Yeah,
1: there's there's an energy there for sure. I mean, it there is a reward, so... So, yeah, that's uh, that was kind of my take, my, my self talk. I just wanted to put it all on paper, and I don't know, I feel like it, it could definitely help some people, whether they read that quick article or, or listen to this, you know, talking about just making steps to get rid of that procrastination.